This is how I this is how I'm how flesh. Hey, what's up, it's your girl Sadise, founder and creator of The Flex, and you are currently locked into the Dukar Show with my boys OT, Irshad, and Toothless. Urban Life. Neighborhood banter. Pull up a seat and pass the time. The Dukat, hosted by OT, Toothless, and Ishad. Okay. What about you, Sadis? What's what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, we want to know. Um, who is Sadis? Because you're in, like you're an Abu Dhabi raised kid, right? Yeah, so I moved here when I was ten. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I moved here when I was ten until the age of what nineteen, and then I left, went to uni. But um, where you, you went back to the UK for that. uni? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Went to the UK for uni. Went to the states for uni. Um, my earliest um, memories of of music and me were probably I might have been five or six okay and I used to come up with these little songs and sing them in the mirror yeah in in um, in the bathroom <laughs> right. um, and I used to have a list um, of all the professions I ever kind of wanted, wanted to, to be yeah in life so you know I had various things like athletes and boxer and basketball player but it was always like dancer rapper singer um, so those are probably my, my earliest memories um, you know singing Whitney Houston yeah. uh, it's probably very very early um, yeah, early 90s Whitney Houston was blowing up at that time my mom yeah, loves yeah, Whitney yeah. Houston man <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, in the car to school, like she's playing like all this like Whitney Houston shit. Man. Yeah, I was a huge Whitney. I was such a big Whitney Houston fan that um, my <laughs> I made my mom make my middle name Whitney. Whitney. Yeah, it's not it's not officially Whitney, <laughs> well, but I used to Whitney make only. them. I, yeah, I used to make them call me Whitney. Okay. Um, so um, those were my my earlier memories, kind of just. Uh, my dad used to have the old school music um, music system of all the different you know levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there used to be like a little like microphone attached. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I used to grab the microphone. Obviously, it wasn't on, but I used to pretend like I was singing <laughs> Whitney Houston. Um, but no, music has always been in my life. Like I've always done music, something musical. So like I used to. Um, I used to play the violin when I was a baby, no when I was a kid. Yeah, don't ask me to pick up a violin now. No, okay. <laughs> but yeah, when I was a kid, I used to play violin. Okay. Um, and um, you know, we moved here, and I, like I said, I've always, I was always a, a music fan. It probably started off um, on a on a more participating in music. Okay. Probably started off when probably I was in the what grade was I in? I think I was in the um, I was in the eighth grade. Yeah, I was in the eighth grade, and there was a competition to write a poem okay. for the school um, yearbook. Sweet. So I wrote this poem. It won, got into the yearbook. The poem slowly turned into me writing rhymes. raps. Okay. Yeah, rhymes. Um, and from there, I started writing songs. Okay. Um, and that was it. That was me. Like, just Still writing right? music. Nah, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. I wanted to put you on the spot. Do you remember any of them? Yeah. 
Oh, I remember them, but don't ask me to spit them. Oh, well, no, no, you're getting them kind of experiences. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you're <laughs> trying to ruin me. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, man, I I took music so seriously to the point where that was going to be my life. Okay. Like, I was I was gearing myself up to be a recording artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So How I had um. However old you are in the eighth grade, how old was I in the eighth like, grade? Uh, 14, 15. 14, yeah, yeah 14, And you're in Abu Dhabi, right? I'm in Abu Dhabi. Okay. I went to AIS, Abu Dhabi International School. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, one one poem turned into into rhymes, into songs. Mm -hmm. um, and I eventually had this fat folder of songs and ideas and rhymes and I had a demo tape and all everything was in this folder. It was like it was like the best folder. It had like oh, pockets. We gotta dig that yeah, out. It had like pockets where like you can keep a cassette tape. Ooh. <laughs> I was like everything okay. like, I was like, the ready. demo. I don't yeah, know. Okay. I was like, that's where my demo is going. Um and then I had like I um I had like um you know those plastic sheets where you put your paper in. Yeah, yeah. So like all my finished <laughs> songs. Organized. Yeah man it was organized so I had all my finished songs Laminated yeah, in plastic. Oh, snap. I was like, these are done, these are not. Oh, and man. I could only write on um, recycled paper. So never, like, I could never actually write on um, regular like regular white paper. Oh. Why? Right? I don't know. That's that's just so where it started. Like, it was, sustainability yeah, it was, and it was, recycling. It was, not, like, it was a psychological <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first pad that I started writing it just on, felt nice yeah, it was it. that. It was that recycled. Yeah, then there's yeah. a scraping feeling when you do it when you write yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's rough. Exactly. And then when I ran out of recycled paper, um, I couldn't find any more. It turned into legal legal paper. So the yellow paper. Yeah, the yellow yeah. paper. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I had that, um, and uh, I just said it with me everywhere. That was my life. Like, in I never traveled. You had the thing in your bag. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. no matter where I went, that came with me. That's like and me I and the mic. Yeah, <laughs> man. And I couldn't like I couldn't start a new song. Um, without going to that folder, you know, reading back to an old idea, you know what I mean? Just it's to kind of get the juices flowing, you, yeah, 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 and then write. You're taking this seriously, man. Yeah, 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 like, uh, that was my life. That's crazy. That was my life, yeah, so... You have the book still on, no? <laughs> no, so this is part of the story, this okay. is part of the story. This is the punchline, man. This is where it gets emotional, it's where okay. it gets emotional, but... I know what's gonna um, happen, kind of. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. I like the story, anyways. So, um, so, yeah, I leave, obviously, I, I graduate from high school, I leave, I go to, go back to the UK, mm. um, and I, um, my, my family knew that I was a music, music lover, they knew what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. um, and um, you know, they didn't. My my parents didn't want me to kind of go down the typical, typical black route, right? Okay. Of oh, music, sports. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my second passion was forensic science. Oh shoot! So that is I, world apart. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was and I still am a huge forensic detectives and CSI fan, right? Okay. I used Woo. to watch that religiously, okay. religiously, <laughs> okay. and I, I used to watch it to figure out what and who and where and when all that kind of stuff so anyway so like an investigative kind of mentality yeah i wanted to be a forensic detective okay right if i wasn't going to be a, a musical a music artist basically yeah. um so uh, in order to please my parents and all the pressure for that um i applied for uni to be a forensic detective okay where right? where in london. london that's like ryan, ryan yeah. leslie's story ish really yeah. oh yeah because he yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. harvard like, yeah harvard. because his, wow. weirdly enough his yeah. harvard story was he took the gd just to impress his parents mm -hmm. right and he scored incredibly high on it at the age of 15 gets into harvard and as new as a neurosurgeon 
yeah, 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 yeah. And then later on, he wasn't happy. He, and the only reason he went into neurosurgery just so that his parents have something to brag about when they're studying with their friends. Yeah. He wasn't happy, then he switched to political science. Ends up graduating at 19 with political science yeah, degree from right. Harvard. Okay, that's so right. then you're in forensic yeah. thing and then? That's pretty yeah, cool. so I, I apply, I get in, and this is probably months before I'm getting ready to graduate high school, mm. probably about four months before. Mm. And um, I was sitting in my mum's office, because after school I used to go to my mum's office. We used to live in Khalifa City, which, was, which used to be considered far. Yeah. Back in the day, right? So after school, couldn't go straight home. I had to go to my mom's office, wait for her to finish work, and, work, yeah. and then we go back home together. So anyway, we're sitting. I'm sitting in the office, and I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. Hmm. I actually don't thing. think I can do this. Yeah, because I'm one of those people where I'm like, I'm an advocate for following your dreams. Okay. Right. Um, and I sat there, and I was thinking to myself, like, I'm about to sell out. Okay. Like I'm on myself. Mm. All my life, I've been like, "Oh no, you should follow your dreams." I've always been this advocate, and then here I am, sitting about to go to university to be a forensic detective. And I was like, "You know mm. what, Mum, I can't do this. I actually cannot do this." Interesting. Okay. Um, so I um, I started I started looking at unis mm. where I wanted to go, places I wanted to see, um, um, universities I wanted to go, and, and courses that I wanted to do. Um, and I and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So. I wanted to, uh, I knew that I wanted to go to university to study the business side of music, mm. but also the creative side of music, mm. right? Because I was like, okay, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to go into, into be, um, to being an artist, I don't want to be one of those artists that know nothing about, about business that, yeah. and only the creative side, right? Mm. Plus, I still need to keep my, my parents happy and study something, yeah, yeah study something that was, that, that's real. Um, so, um. I actually wanted to go to NYU, right? Okay. So I start, I start applying for NYU in the in, in the states. Uh, my dad like cut that off like real quick. He's like, no, nah, you're not going to NYU. You're, Why? Not, you're not leaving little old Abu Dhabi because like back then Abu Dhabi like how, wasn't like how it is now, mm. right? So you're almost you still, we are still living in a bubble, mm. right? Mm. So we live in a bubble here, and going from a bubble to New York. Big, scared, uh, yeah, yeah, big city, yeah, bright scared, lights. Scared. You know what I mean, girl, coming from Abu Dhabi. So it's like it's not safe or something. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't sit well with him. So he was like, "Nah, man, it's not happening. Okay. Not happening." So I started, I started looking um, in London, and I basically, I eventually found the course that I wanted to go to. Got in, applied, whatever. Um, started studying music. That course uh, basically took me to um, the states. So, sure. uh, so my university. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, there's no way I'm not going to America because this is this yeah, is yeah. where I see myself, right? Get it, girl. This is where the industry is, right? Yeah. So it was like a transfer thing. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I was picked to be an exchange student to represent my university um, at the University of Memphis. So you probably worked States. hard enough to get that opportunity. I'm yeah, yeah, you had to. Yeah, yeah you had yeah. to have a certain grade yeah, level. Yeah, you had yeah. to apply. Um, and there was probably, I think there was only four students chosen from the whole university nice. to be able to go. So I was able to go and that whole experience changed my life. Wow, okay. um, yeah, man, studied music law there, music production, engineering, all of so that. So from stuff. UK, you go to Memphis and you study law and production yeah. and all types of things. Yeah, 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 entertainment law, uh, music production, everything, everything that you can okay. think of related to music okay. was a part of this course. 
um, and uh, made a lot of connections there. That whole place has changed my life. Like, I just felt, nice. I fell straight into my element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say Memphis, Memphis means music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a very musical city. And, and I think it's kind of like bluesy over there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that so, southern. Is it southern? Yeah, yeah. Southern it's kind of blank experience, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I go there, come back to London, graduate, whatever. Um, this was during the recession, right? So I graduated oh, in 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? So recession still going on in London. Yeah. Nothing's happening. I'm, I'm applying for every single kind of Nobody's musical hiring. job that I can think of because I'm like, I'm not about to get sucked into the system. Mm. That's not my life. It's not happening. Um, so um, about nine months after trying to apply for um, jobs within the industry in the UK, mm. um, I started getting hit up by a few of the artists who I had kind of come across in states okay. whilst I was, you know, studying there. Okay. And they were like, "Man, you know, um, would you got, would you ever consider coming back to manage us, to like manage me?" Because they saw that you organized. Yeah, because basically it, it all kind of stemmed from a project that I had at university where I had to take on, I had to find an artist mm. and be their A and R, and and kind of manage and help develop them. Right? Nice. Okay. It was just a project, it was a couple of weeks. Interesting. So that same artist, after, about a year and a half later, after staying in touch with them, um, she was getting managed by her mum mm -hmm. right, and her parents. So her dad was like a Grammy nominated um, bass player. Um, and yeah, yeah, so she also came from a very musical family. So they were managing mm -hmm. her, right? And they were hitting me up like, would you ever you know, consider coming back to the States to, to manage our daughter? And I was like, you know what? I'm coming. Ain't okay. nothing up happening right now in yeah, London yeah. for me at yeah. all. So they probably asked me that on <laughs> on a Sunday. I literally made the decision on the spot, and by Wednesday, I was in Memphis. Whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't waste my time, man. I don't waste my time. <laughs> Get it, girl. So I literally pa yeah, packed my bags. You just like, let's make it happen. Up and moved. Were you like working odd jobs in, in UK at the time just to like make ends meet? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, at the time, where was I working? I was working at a gym. I was working at a gym and I was um, uh, doing uh, two internships at two different radio stations, okay. uh, Colorful Radio and Choice FM. So you were still trying, you were close to music I suppose. Oh yeah, all day, so have then, to be. So then you bounce on a Wednesday mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're in Memphis <laughs> and then what happened? So I ended up living in Memphis um, for about two years, managing this artist, developing her. Um, and uh, you know how the states is set up. The states is set up so that you know, if, if it's not like living here. You know what I mean? Where you can kind of just be here and get a visa real quick, and you know, get a job and get a visa, and boom, done. Okay. Um, it's very difficult in the states. To, is it? To, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not. It's the not. nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So it's ten thousand dollars just to get a visa. Jeez. Yeah. So. Um, and that's for a company to sponsor you. It's, it's a bit. It's a bit of a hassle out there. Yeah, okay. exactly. You have to have like a company that's even willing to take on that responsibility. Yeah. So you know what did you do? So I left. For two years. Yeah, yeah, I was there for two years. I was living my life. Happiest time of my life. So right? you managed the daughter? Happiest time of my life. Yeah, yeah. So I was managing her. Um, you know, uh, God bless my parents. Like they, um, they funded me to go out there. So they I was like, yo, you. I'm about to move to America. Okay, I got no job, no yeah, money, yeah, yeah. fresh out of uni. <laughs> need to do this, yeah. uh, how about you send me some <laughs> <money. laughs> <laughs> how, how about we make a deal? Okay, how about you send me X amount every month, uh, and I'll live off of that. You uh, know what I mean? That's um, the deal. <laughs> that was the deal, and um, 
you know they you know they went for it and um, you know that gave me the opportunity to, to move to the states and and live there and you know stay with friends and eat and whatever else not and literally just do what I wanted to do wow. right um, so yeah time came around where America was like yo you don't have a visa Peace. Peace. <laughs> so I was like, oh man. Okay, so I hopped on a plane and I was like, well, what am I going to do now? So I um, I was like, I'm not going back to London right now. Um, I, need to, I, need no take a break. I need to take a break first. I, I didn't even plan on moving back here. I literally came for the Christmas holidays to be here for two weeks and and, um, and bounce, go back to London yeah. and continue to follow my dreams. Yeah. Um, but whilst I'm here, um, I get offered a job in TV. Um, Straight, just like that. Yeah, literally, get offered a job within those two weeks. I get offered a job in TV. They want me to start the same day, like three hours after talking to them. Oh damn! Wow. Um, and they want me to go work in a lane on a project. So I was like, okay. Literally, um, join the company, working in TV. Um, and um, that's where the flex was born, actually. So I didn't. I actually skipped a whole chunk of the story. So I know you wanted to find out where my where the this book, book went, happened right? to the book. <laughs> so whilst I'm living in the states, okay, uh, I have this roommate um, who uh, was uh, highly irresponsible at the time. Um, I had this. It's, it's coming. I know. And it's coming. Uh, one one um, Christmas holiday, I. Um, I go back, I come back home to Abu Dhabi to spend Christmas with my family, right? Mm. And um, for some reason, right, this was the only time in my entire life that I didn't travel with my book, uh. right? With my folder, because I don't pack light. And I pack in my bag, I'm like, damn, something's got to go, something's got to be sacrificed here, right? So I'm like, okay, cool, I can't leave everything. So I was like, let me take out the pad that I actually write in. And leave everything else, right? So at least if I, if I, you know, catch a feeling, I can, I can still write it down. So I'm like, okay, fine. So it's just, you know, if it's gonna be cool, leave it. Left it. Um, I'm in Abu Dhabi. I'm chilling. Get a phone call from my friend, um, who just casually is like, oh yeah, you know, such and such moved house, right? I was like, how did she move house? Like how? <laughs> I live with her. How did she move house? Um, <laughs> but it turns out. Um, she got evicted. Okay. Um, was doing some madness in the house. Oh, man. Literally got evicted and uh, left all my stuff behind. Damn. So all my clothes, all my belongings, everything ended up in a thrift shop. Somebody threw them out. And uh, God knows what happened to that book. God knows. Somebody but, uh, somewhere in the world emotional. now yeah, got mad has... lyrics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? Um, but yeah, man, that was a very emotional time in my life. Mm. Holy sh... And uh, that was the end of... of uh, the dream. Yeah. You stopped because of that. I stopped because of that because after that I just I couldn't I couldn't pick like, up a pen and pen it's and everything. write again. Yeah, it's like all these obstacles, yeah. obstacles, obstacles. Yeah. Then you lose the book. You're like, man, I'm like, fuck. What is this? It's like life doesn't want me to. F do yeah. This my, it was literally. I don't want to say my Bible because it's such a religious word, but it was my it was my everything. It's like your go-to thing. Yeah, it was my everything, literally wow. my everything. Sorry so anyway, to hear about that. Nah, man. it's okay. I'm 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 not gonna say I'm over it now, but you know. Hey, on a, on, a, on a positive note, tomorrow you find some artist who becomes famous and the lyrics sound familiar. Right. Yeah, yes. You know where that came from. Now you know, know. Now we know who got your folder. As long as, as, long <laughs> as somebody got inspired by something I wrote, it's okay. 
Um, cool. So what was the alternative? Um, yeah, man. So after I got over that, like I said, I moved back here, got a job in TV, um, and the, the the flex was literally born from that because how was that born? Um, so I used to work for a company called uh, Pyramedia, who um, who run this Arabic TV show called Millions Poet. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I know this. But um, I used to schedule all the content for the channel, right? Mm. And uh, I was like, yeah, I want to do more. I'm more than this. Like, what am I doing? It's boring. You know what I mean? I'm more than this. I was only, I was only a couple of months in. Um, I was probably only about six months in, mm. right? So they're like, okay, cool. You know, maybe you can come up with new show ideas for us, mm. right? Because the channel was boring. It was very. Mm. It was a. It was a repeat channel. All they did was repeat oh, the okay. same content over and yeah. over again. Yeah. I didn't even know how, how that worked. But yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna go away and come up with some ideas and, and come back to you and present it. Oh, okay, so okay. Um, one of the ideas. Well, so basically, I came up with this idea to do um, event reports on cultural stuff that was happening um, around the, the city, UAE, right? Yeah. Um, because they were covering like, you know, camel races and all these kind of. Um, Emirati cultural um, yeah, events, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, traditional events. You wanted cool. to expand that a bit. Yeah, so I wanted to expand that. So um, they had like um, there was this uh, there was a gallery that was um, that had a Emirati artist and some um, artists from the UK called Diagia. Um, I can't I can't remember what kind of stuff they did, but the kind of urban stuff. But they kind of this promoter brought them together to do a collaboration at a gallery Sweet. and I thought that was really dope yeah right? that's pretty cool um, so it's like yo this could be perfect you know stuff like this we cover it do an event report on it slap it on TV so I go to them anyway um, give them this idea and they're like nah it's not it's not Arabic enough right because this is Alain um, no, this was this was in Abu Dhabi. Oh, this is in Abu Dhabi. In Abu Dhabi. Right? Yeah, the first shop that they sent me okay. to was there, but um, this was in Abu Dhabi, um, and um, I was presenting all these ideas, and they just weren't going for it. They were like, "Nah, it's because I was like, yeah, we well, you know we can do stuff with like artists that are based here, all this kind of stuff, right?" Um, and they were like, "Nah, mm. sorry, nah." So I was like, "Man, this is too good to even let go." So I was like, "You know what? I'm actually just I literally grabbed my sister who was in high school, still um, who had a camera." And we went to this event, and we just went there, filmed the event, and I interviewed the artists, right? Um, and I was like, you know, this this could be something. I didn't know what it could be, but I was like, this could be something. Hmm. So um, I ended up sitting down and really thinking about, you know, what else could this be? How could this develop into something else? Um, and I literally sat down, and I was like, well, I need to... I want to fuse my. It wasn't even this conscious. I don't even. I don't even know. Remember how it happened, but I ended up fusing obviously my love and knowledge in music with my newfound skills and connections in TV. TV, right? Mm. And um, I sat down and I was like, I want to create um, a TV show, right? Mm. So originally the flex was a thirty-minute show, like a thirty-minute to a to forty-five-minute TV show. Um, where we're going to have presenters and all these, you know, all these different segments within the show, and it was going to be a full-blown show for TV. Okay. Um, and then I sat and I was like, okay, I can't afford that though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't afford that. How am I going to make a forty-five-minute TV show yeah, like for real? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, okay, maybe what I could do is 
split this show up Showed into up. segments. Okay. Right. So anyway, after sitting down, coming up with you know the concept and the idea, the flex was born basically into splitting up into different segments um, and pushing it out that way. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much just. You've just what been I running did. with it from that point on. But then it was yeah. bought, right? It was mm-hmm. uh, it was bought by Fox. Um, so Fox didn't buy it. Okay. Um, what happened was in our second season, um, Fox caught wind of it, and they they were airing it. Okay. So they became our broadcast partner. Okay. Right. All right. But you still retain ownership of the show. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 They they just broadcasted they just the show. Yeah exactly. Are they using um, as fillers. Yes, as fillers. Um, which was great exposure for us. Of course. Because um, our first season, I call it a season, but yeah. our first season was what, four or five episodes? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the second season, we got hit up by um, this production company in Dubai called uh, The Traveling Shoe, who make this website called My Dubai My City. Yeah. yeah. So um, they became our partners, they became our production partner. Wow, okay. Um, and um, they were... They just supported you with like production equipment and manpower? And yeah, yeah, so they filmed it for Brilliant. us. Okay, nice, right? nice. Because um, it was really expensive to film the show. Of course, man. It's you gotta rent expensive. all this equipment. Yeah, 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 it was mad expensive. And even though they were helping with the production, it was still expensive to, to create. And you were funding this all yourself? Mm-hmm. Through yeah. the work at the TV station? Yeah, through okay. the work at, at the TV station, which I ended up... I ended up quitting after a year, and yeah. I ended up moving to uh, another job at Two Four Fifty Four, where I was. Yeah. Um, I became a production manager for a TV show, Abu Dhabi Media. So um, I'm working, but all of that money is just kind going of going right back into the flex, right? And the production of the flex. Um, so yeah, it was in that second season. It got picked up by Fox, of course. It gave us a, a much wider reach. Of course, yeah. Um, and that's when you know we were able to touch people around the Middle East and North Africa, right? Not to sidetrack, but like for example, I'll tell you the impact of that. I'm at work, yeah. There's this colleague of mine I've known for years. He just shows up back, mm. uh, say hi to him, blah blah blah. He's like, man, I saw you on TV and sh-. I don't tell people oh, I yeah. rap. <laughs> I don't tell people I rap at work. And he's like, he's he's no, he's gibberish. He's calling me all, the and I I'm like, oh, he knows my alter ego and stuff. <laughs> oh, and it's because of this. So it's like, imagine the reach. It has impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that 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 fox thing was was uh, pretty big. Um, for us, I think it's. I think it was a lot bigger than I actually realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause I still don't think I really know the reach of the flex. Yes. Cause I literally just sit behind my computer and do yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean. And you don't get the numbers. I'm not from... out there. Hmm. I mean, even if even even if I see the numbers, like I still don't fathom or really realize the magnitude and how who, big it's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who, who even it's knows? Impact, yeah, yeah. I, I don't and even plus know. Plus, Fox is pan Arab too. Yeah. So it, it reaches all, all yeah. the Arab countries. So exactly. that means it's, it's, pretty, it's exactly. a lot bigger than what you think. So, because I'll just be out having conversations with random people and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, we know. That's the thing. Like, keep well, your head down. How do you know? Keep your head down and do the <laughs> work. You know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man, it, it, it kind of, I mean, there's obviously lots of little, little things in between that. Actually, the flex. Do you remember where the flex, like, first, mm-hmm. um, first was supposed to be? Do you remember fame? Yes, that I'm been trying. You know, this whole time you're talking, I'm wrecking my brain, trying to remember when's the first time we connected. It was Fame. Yeah. Yeah, cause I, oh God, I can't even. Oh, this is how Fame came about, right? So remember when I told you the show actually was supposed to be like a 30, 45 minute show? Yes. Yeah. So um, 
I I went to school. I went to high school with Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Right. So Brooklyn grew up here. Yeah, yo, you took yeah, me with. Yeah, Brooklyn's an Abu Dhabi kid. Egypt. No, he's, he's Egyptian, but yeah. he's an Abu Dhabi oh, okay, kid. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so we went to high school together. Mm. And, Damn, um, DC took me way the back. First, <laughs> <laughs> the first person I thought of as um, a presenter with me on the show was Brooklyn. And I hit him up. I'm like, yo, do you want to present this show with me? Mm. Um, I'm about to really do this thing. And he was like, yo, you need to, you you need to come to fame. Yep. Okay. What yeah. is fame? What is fame? So fa- okay, so you did DJ. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, like... Ah, this like is that whole thing. At, so yeah, uh, Mass Ramley started off UD okay, DJs, okay, okay, okay. which was initially a, um, a sound supply company, right? Mm. They used to supply uh, equipment, DJ sets, uh, speakers, etc. Yeah. And from UD DJs, Fame was born, which initially, which was fashion, art, music, and entertainment, yeah. hence mm. the name it's, Fame. It's, a, it's an event <clears throat> brand name. No. So Fame was ideally supposed to be the new platform that supports artists of all kinds. Okay. From fashion. Artist, as in actual visual art, arts, visual yeah. arts, media, being music, be it television, be it okay. anything that falls under media, and then entertainment, be it life. Okay. So that was the plan that Ramley had, and okay. then Fame was born. And the biggest thing he did with Fame was bringing people together, because that's where you had Ethan come on board. That's where you had this Dan. This all where the you had DJs congregated in one. Exactly, place. all the DJs kind of collaborated. It was like it a Wu Tang of DJs type of thing. Yeah, it okay. became one huge big family, and then. They were expanding on that. That time, I was. That's when I was doing radio with Danny, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I got involved with Fame, and then I started hosting Fame events with Brooklyn, and yeah. it kind of from there, things started to build up. So then, Flex was supposed to be partnered up with this group of people and use that platform too. Yeah. So um, Flex was supposed to be launched on the Fame, okay. and they were supposed to. Um, they were basically supposed to help me produce the show. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right. Because they had um, Studio One. They had, uh, yes, yeah, they what's had his name? Studio uh, One. Ethan's had brother um, uh, and Shadi. Shadi and Ethan. Shadi, that's Shadi, the Studio One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and yeah, yeah, Renee. Renee. Renee and yeah. Shadi. Um, I still work with Renee. Love Renee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was supposed to be on the Fame. And uh, obviously, Fame is not around anymore. But yeah, it just wasn't moving quick enough for me. Like, okay. things weren't happening. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's when I decided to do it myself. And that's when I started to like be like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna fund this whole thing myself and just do it because it needs to be done. It needs to be done now. Needs to be done. Yeah. That's like your purpose type of shit. Yeah, I'm one of those people where if if I come up with something, it I'm needs gonna to be do done. It. Yeah. Why do you think Hell it needs to be done? Hell or Because I'm stubborn. And if I if I say to, if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. I think that's why we always connected. That's why we yeah, always like it's, the cities. It's, it's, <laughs> it could be today, right now, or it could be within a year. You know what it I needs mean? to be but done. It's I will do be it. Done. It, yeah. it has to happen. I don't care how. Yes, I'm gonna do it. You know when you mean? say it needs to be done, why why did it need to be done? Um, it needed to be done because um, when I was living here, and like I said, I you know I was an aspiring artist. Um, the most like the most amount of a platform that we had was rapping in the playground mm-hmm. during recess or high school talent shows mm-hmm. that I had to actually put on myself. Because nobody would even do that. I mean, I, I mean, I, luckily for me, I was president at my high school, so it was my job to do that anyway. So I would put on student you know, council president. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Turn off your shoulder. <laughs> so um, I would put on these talent shows, and that was it. You know what I mean? Um, back then, 
I think the the industry was more about rock music back then. So they yeah, had, they had big battle of the bands, yeah, yeah. Big bands, and they had uh, what was it called? Desert rock, Desert yeah. rock yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Um, so anyway, from so from going from that and leaving for the better part of six years, six years. to come back and nothing's changed. And nothing's changed. You're like, I was it. like, whoa. There has to be what, have, what have you Why been, is nobody doing anything? What have you been doing? Yeah, like, what's everybody been doing? So, so it's kind of like your student council president, but you're now out of the council and you're trying to do the same, <laughs> but with the rest of Dubai type of thing. Are I, you I guess, I guess if you want to, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. like I, I was just like, nah, this can't be. This can't be life, man. This is a life, especially when you've left and you've gone to the stage. And you've and seen you've got, what it is. Yeah. You've seen you the see what, what it's supposed what it to be. Can be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I was like, no, nah, man, this I have to do this. Yeah. So how did you get into radio after that? Um, so radio was always something that I wanted to do. So um, when I was in the UK, um, I used to uh, intern at Choice FM. Okay. Um, which is a big radio station out there. It's no, it doesn't exist anymore. It kind of got it got bought out. Um, but I used to work at Choice Affair and I used to work at um, Colourful Radio, mm. um, which was created by the guy who created Kiss Affair. Sweet. Yeah, so he he's actually my uncle. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, go like Kiss Affair. Uncle in the sense of very long-term family friend and you have to call him uncle. You call him uncle. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That still counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his name's Gordon Mack. <laughs> I have a couple of those uncles. Right, his, his name is Gordon Mack. So if, you, if you Google him, he's the he's the creator and founder of Kiss FM, um, okay. which is a massive radio brand in the UK right now. Yeah. So he sold that off. Um, and then he started another radio station called Colourful Radio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, radio was always there. Um, and uh, after starting the Flex... You probably um, got attention from people that yeah, you're doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I had always, um, I'd always known Danny in some kind of way, mainly from the seen clubs. Him around, yeah. yeah, seen in the clubs. We were with your friends media. on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, social media. Like back in the day when I grew up here, at like the age of fifteen, uh, you know, I was a Radio One head, so mm, that's mm, all I listened mm. to. Was, that's that's all I could listen to anyway. Back then, there was back only then, Radio that was, One. That was the <laughs> one, was it? Yeah. And yeah. Pretty, well, Radio One and Channel Four. And Channel one, Okay. Yeah. So those are the two stations. Yeah, one hundred four point eight. Yeah, one hundred four point eight. Wasn't it ninety two point oh? No, no, was even older. No, that was older or Arabic. Was no, ninety two point oh was. Uh, it was cla- no ninety two point oh Radio Two. No, the classic one, I think. Well, now we, it's the classic one, I think. Yeah. But that was the only radio station that was yeah. there. Okay, we're anyway. in the Radio 1 generation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. those yeah. were the only two stations that played English music mm. of an oh, urban yeah, nature, yeah, yeah. or of any kind of, you know, <laughs> pop or any kind of nature yeah. that I was going to listen to anyway. Um, so, yeah, I used to call into, like, the radio station when he was playing yeah. and, you know, wait for him to get on commercial break and, like, play my demo over the phone to, to Danny. He probably doesn't even remember this, but that's, that's the kind of stuff I used to do. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I used to do. So, um, I, I always had that kind of remote connection um, with Danny and then um, social media and then seeing him in the clubs and whatnot. Um, and I remember, like, when I first, first moved back here and... Um, I saw him in a club, it was his birthday, and he was like, yo, come over to the table, or whatever. And, um, like, one of my biggest flaws is I'm always, I've always got, like, I'm always thinking about work. I'm always thinking about my future. I'm always thinking about business. Always Welcome to stuff. our world. Okay. So, um... That's a, good, that's a good flaw to have, man. <laughs> kind of, but sometimes you need to chill, you know what I mean? You sometimes, sometimes, like, now, now I know that. Like, when you're in the club, I'm just, like, when I'm in the club now, or if I'm out, it's people come up to me yeah. and be like, oh, I got this new track, how can I do this, how can I do that? I'm like... 
That's Amir. Amir is like that. See, Amir is like, yo, f- don't talk to me. Yeah, exactly. So I try to be conscious of that and not do that in return all the time. But anyway, um, I remember talking to him, being like, you know, I want, I want to do radio one day. I want to get on radio. How can I get on radio? You talk to this that, and the other. Yeah. Where, where was this conversation in the club? In the club. This, was, this was in Zinc. So you, you just, yo, wow, Danny, can I talk no, to you he, for a second? He, yeah, yeah, because he, um, I still don't remember how we physically met, but he had he invited me over to his table and was like, oh, it's my birthday, come over, da 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 we're chilling, and I asked him that, and a couple of days later I hit him up on Facebook and was like, yo, here's my CV. Um, but anyway, years after that, um, I'd started the Flex, and um, the way radio happened was I was starting a new series called uh, Flex Docs, Right, mm-hmm. where I was gonna do like the day in the life of yeah, I remember, um, this. I remember yeah, this. the day in the life of like um, the people who are doing big things in in the UAE musically, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and one of those people on the list was was Danny, and I had hit him up, um, and um, the timing was just perfect because I hit him up and I was like, yo, you know, I want to do uh, a mini doc with you um, and follow your day in the life. It's only supposed to be three days, basically, mm. and he was like, well next week we're going to europe on my euro tour if you want to come along so i was like uh i was like uh okay um so um so yeah me and my cameraman um hopped in a plane with them and and ended up um ended up following them around europe for that was the time with peewee as well right yeah yeah that's that's the time we peewee i think uh, we met that's when we started doing radio together at that point right yeah so so the way the radio thing got tied in now is yeah. obviously I'm filming him like some a part of the segments I'm filming him at the radio station mm-hmm. this kind of stuff um, whilst we were on this tour we kind of vibe we kind of clicked um, and um, he he invited me to kind of sit in on on a couple of um, a couple of sessions Session. of, of mm-hmm. the edge yeah. so it went from sitting in to being a bit more vocal on the mic mm-hmm. and then that's when we started doing radio together OT yeah. um, and then um, that kind of migrated to um, here's the homegrown segment. Take care of the homegrown Yeah, take care of that. Um, and uh, yeah, the rest was history, basically. Which you did uh, beautifully, by the way. The thank you, thank you, thank you, thank so you. So that's where you're at now? Um, so yeah, now, I mean, obviously, um, now, yeah, we're still doing the flex, obviously. Yeah. Because um, you got the website season. up and all that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So last year, we. Um, well, what happened to We launched the website. Though? Um, so Danny, Danny left Radio moved, 1 yeah, moved, yeah, moved to Virgin yeah, So yeah, it's so his The Edge was his Until he left It's a show format bro so When he leaves much a The program. show format ends he, If yeah. he goes to Virgin And decides to continue The show he format He cannot continue The Edge at Virgin Right It's, okay. it's a Radio 1 show It's yeah. not a Virgin show Yeah So now he's with Why Virgin And he did a different show Stay at, at Radio 1 yeah. They Because she's coming To Danny's Edge right Yeah so I came So basically I came into Radio 1 um, on Danny's show, yeah. okay. right? right? So Homegrown is a part of the Edge, yes. right? Um, so when Danny left, the whole Edge left, mm. right? Okay. Um, and because uh, you're not under them, you're not contracted no. to them. Not to, not no, yeah. not exactly. to Radio okay. One. You know so how you, she does, she you know how you know we weren't part of Radio One. We didn't have an access card. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly. the only thing that they used to do. Like, um, um, Danny, I'm outside. Danny, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come and let me in? All right, I'm sending. Uh, I'm, I'm sending, sending tabs. tabs down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending tabs. <laughs> that's what she does now. Like yeah. when we come, she sends. Tabs is the door. Tabs is the guy, man. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, the the whole thing with with Radio One, um, 
you know, Radio 1 wasn't as um, supportive of that show format, the homegrown segment, yeah. and having a show that, you know, it was, was just consistently Danny's, dedicated to... It was just Danny's club that allowed it but to But even though, I mean... Pretty much, Exactly. Yeah. Numbers-wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, was, it was good. I mean, you had a lot of people tuning yeah, in. Yeah, right? I, I would time. assume so. I would I mean, assume so. I never knew the numbers of, of the edge. I didn't know the but, numbers either, but... But like you when I started, you could tell from people. social media. Yeah, yeah. from social like media. Like, we used to get hit up. Yeah. People would tell us, yo, we're, I got home, I'm sitting in the car, I'm waiting for the show to end so I can go home. Exactly, That's yeah. true. I mean, like, yeah. sometimes that the, 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 the message thing got jammed, like, yeah. from how how many messages there were. I remember we, when we were, when Diligent Thought was on the radio, yeah. it literally jammed. Like, it was yeah. like, yeah. We can't, or maybe that's something yeah. that you guys say. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't no, no, no. just tell people. Yeah. No, it Twitter, jammed, Twitter yeah. used to go mad. I used to post everything. I used to do everything yeah. through Twitter. And when we were doing it, like, we, I remember when I started again with Daniel on the show, it was at a point where he stopped taking calls. Cause Stop using much. the phone, yeah. and it's just social yeah. media. You want to yeah. hear anything? Hit us up on Twitter. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You know, that's crazy. I mean, there was a peak for that. Yeah, for, for that it had, it it had really its cool. prime, man. It was, it yeah. was on point. Oh, we we made thirty G's out of that. Show, <laughs> yeah. You know that story? No. How so you, you make money that. from radio? So so <laughs> Yo, by the way, this yeah, is the most I've ever heard. A new business model. Danny asked us come do a little like a thing on the show, right? So me, Amir, Faraz were there. Me and Amir had this little Neil, duo yeah. rehearsal set, like a Daz FX kind of back and forth mm. So we were doing the doing it, and he was really hyped, because Amir is hyped, and we were like, then this, we, we, we pulled up, right? We, we stopped it, rewind, and this guy texted me, and he's like, listen, you guys are fucking crazy. I used to be, I wanted to be a DJ, but now I can't and stuff, but I like what you do. I want to support you. How can I support you? Uh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'll give you some money. Wow. He's like, all you have to do is promote, he all has it. a shop, a Kandora shop. Um, just promote it in your album or whatever. He sent us 30 G's the next day. 30 G's. Jesus. Right? Ask yeah. us where the money went. <laughs> Where's the money? <laughs> Where's the money? Tables. Popping bottles all day. Oh, no, no, we bought equipment. We bought equipment. We bought equipment. That, so um, that guy, salute that guy. Yeah, no. Sorry. We got equipment. That's he wouldn't up. even like tell us his full name or anything. Wow. Um, I think he's maybe a sheikh or something, but um, but that was really cool. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's crazy, and that right? that was through the edge. That was Bad. during its like peak. Like yeah. a lot of people was listening. Right, the edge yeah. opened doors for so many people, yeah. man. Yeah, like it was, it was that show. Yeah. That's true. For the yeah. longest. And time. then he never like honestly, um, he put out people like yeah, he, he really. Did. He was dedicated passionately towards you know the local artists mm. and you know yeah uh, you guys as well. So no, so. yeah, hundred percent. What do you know? Now that the edge is gone, what do you think? What's gonna happen? Get a curve. That's what it is. Because <laughs> um, well, the flex is, the, I guess the flex is kind of picking up where that left off. It should, right? I mean, the, the flex is always going to be what it what it is and what it's destined to be. Um, radio is is a is another thing for me. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? As much as the two crossover, like Where's I'm on passion? a mission. I'm on a mission. Like mm -hmm. the homegrown segment isn't over. Like mm -hmm. I'm on a mission to to bring that back, like, just in different ways. Um, radio, like, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 through radio. Um, I want to jinx myself and talk too much, but like I'm, I'm currently on a mission to bring that show back because yes. the first weekend that that show came off air, it was like everyone was like, "Where's, People where's the like, edge? Where's the homegrown segment? So where, yeah. where, where? Do you know what I mean?" And um, I ended up. I was getting messages, so I just ended up sending like a, a broadcast to everybody, <laughs> just being like, 
so these, you know, if you want to know, yeah, 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 if you want to know, like, where, 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 where it's gone, like, hit up Twitter. Hit up Twitter, ask Radio 1, where's it gone? Do you know Lick. what I mean? I because like it that. was like, it was like, you guys telling me and I complaining to me, I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're um, the They have to see the impact that, that it's going to have. It's when like you a petition, take it off. basically. Yeah, kind of. But I was like... This is cool. Like I'm, I'm not usually the kind of person that'll be like, um, like creating a, a facade to make some noise. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm not the kind of person that'll be like, you know, oh, you know, um, such and such has happened. Please help me out and yeah. go. Do you know what I mean? So it was like one of those things where I'm getting all these messages, like on my WhatsApp, and I'm like, this is all, this is tied. all great, yeah. and it feels great that people miss the show. But this Your isn't going to do anything gonna nope. happen. Exactly. because the homegrown segment wasn't about me being nope. on radio. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It wasn't about my voice. It wasn't about me supporting local music because that's what I love to do. It was about the fact that that was the only show on radio. Period. You know I what I mean? That. Yeah. that played local music. It was only for one hour. Just do you know what I mean? One, one hour, hour a week. One one hour a week so when artists are making music okay cool it's, it goes on SoundCloud and it goes on air I mean it goes on you know it goes online but there's no real kind of like if you think about back in the day music was made to be played on radio this before the internet radio was still that very strong mm-hmm. platform True. that so artists where you get your spin. to be exactly it's where you get your spins that's where people hear your tracks and mm-hmm. do you know what I mean um, radio is Still, even though the internet is there and internet is very strong, radio is radio still has that power. It's surprisingly, still strong. Yeah, it you know really what? is. Because it, it, really it builds it builds a perspective as well, right? But like, this, you this can is... have a hundred thousand, a million hits on SoundCloud, right? But if it's not, but if you're on, not on radio, ex- you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there's yeah. a per, there's, there's a, a perception about, about being on radio. radio. Yeah, exactly. But isn't it so the people strange. who run the radio that's that's a, a little bit of an issue because? You get like out of the whole week one hour to play local artists. Why? Why? Why is that? Well, I mean, it's distribution. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like distribution, but it's like you fell you fell asleep. Like we we were talking about it earlier in the car, right? Um, oh no, I'm, I'm, I was if, hearing everything. Oh, you heard that? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you know, I'm 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 Universal Studios the distribution. I have the rights for it. Radio pays me X amount a year for distribution, to, to and I give whole, them like, all my music, artists, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why would I play uh, somebody? Why would I spend? Why would that? I spend money on you if I'm already? Yeah. I have a huge contract Roster, with the exactly. distributor. I have to recoup. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying it's the yeah. people who are running it. The, so it's a distribution. Yeah. At the end of the day, who's? But that's got why that everyone's paper? migrating to internet, right? Yeah. Like because they're not getting plays on radios. You know what? Like, yeah. Regardless if they're happen. worth it or let's, not. Let's hit, let's hit them all up. Let's hit up every station. Bring back the homegrown somewhere somehow. We need yeah, to. Why, we're, 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 why can't we just do it online? Fuck. I mean, online is cool. She believes in but like, radio, yeah. I, yeah, man. You gotta do that radio. Radio, to, radio. To, I mean, I, 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 could, I could sit on my computer for 30 minutes and, you know, create an online radio station. Boom, yeah. it's that easy. Cool. Easy. It's easy. That's what's, that's the problem for me. It's easy. It's too easy. And what's that got to do with that? I mean, it, and it's not enough for me. It's not enough. I'm not the kind of person that can move backwards. Okay. Like I have to move forwards. Okay. So for me, a a move from FM to online that's backwards for me. Is it? That for me mentally that's backwards. But how come man? Online's the future. It's the future, but right now the UAE is not ready for that. 
They're not supporting that. They're not consuming online like the rest they're of the not, world. They're not, exactly. If I was in the States... They're not checking Bandcamp and shit. Yeah, if I was in the States, I was in the UK, yeah, all day, I would have done that. Right, yeah, right. still a niche. Done that. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like local music here, there is some good shit. There is some there good shit. There are artists that, you know, deserve so much more than what they currently have, whether it's exposure, whether it's support. They deserve so much more because they're that good. Mm. You know what I mean? And to ignore the fact that um, radio stations are ignoring that mm. gets my back up because I'm like, you have the power to do it. Why not just do it? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't so take anything away from you. From, yeah. It adds to you. Mm-hmm. How does How does a city that has so much talent and artists here who are active at what they're doing and consistent at what they're doing, how do you ignore that? How do yeah. you not? So even if you even if you play one song a week, even if you have one local artist who's got a dope track, and that's your feature for the week, like why can't you do that? Why is that? It's like what Big House was saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do, and it costs you nothing. It, it it's nothing, but you get that support from on the ground. Like, why is everything we hear on radio got to be music that's coming from outside of the UAE? That's what I was saying in the music industry panel. there's good enough music here that you can play. Not to say that you... I mean, obviously, it's all about commercials and making advertising money and blah, 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 blah. But would it not boost your interaction and your listenership if you've got people who are from here? And your support. Exactly. If people who are listening to radio are listening to music from here from by their friends or somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody do you know what I mean like it's 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 standard procedure okay, like but that do, do you, you know, think that it's, it's like in life there's, there's sometimes walls there you can you can keep banging your head against the wall or you could go another direction yeah, I haven't my... banged my head against the wall enough <laughs> yet okay so I'll keep banging my you know my skull will crack a couple times you will keep going for it i'll have to bandage it up and keep banging again yeah yeah i don't i don't take no easily okay i don't take no for an answer period fair enough so let's say okay this is the target is radio okay now what's the plan how do we like what are they not understanding and what what is no, it no, no, I, i'm i'm in i'm in the works i'm okay. i'm talking at i'm talking at the moment okay. you know what i mean it's it's going to happen one way or the other okay because i believe in it too too much okay i believe in it too much you know what i mean um I say this now, I might regret it, but I say this now. <laughs> but if one day too soon, I'll put it that way. If, if one day too soon, I switch and do online. I was just having this is so crazy. I was just having this discussion yesterday with with my brother, who's my business partner on Flex. Um, and he was like, "Why don't you just go online?" And I explained it to him. I told him I'm not going to go online because I haven't. I'm not finished with radio yet. I'm not finished with it yet. You know what I mean? Um, I've only touched to the iceberg, but. You know, if one day soon, too soon, I start radio online, that means I've given up. I'm not giving up yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys deserve, I say you guys, because I've got two artists sitting next to me, but, you know, deserve deserve FM platform. Do you know what I mean? For your music. Mm-hmm. Deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's It's beyond, like sitting in your room and making beats and bad quality like people are putting out quality stuff mm-hmm. it's radio quality it mm. deserves to be on radio mm. standard mm. standard like you know certain certain places and certain people need to start catching up with with the rest of the world like it's it's not normal that your local radio stations are not playing local music it makes no sense it makes no <laughs> sense and it, go, and, and it goes and it goes hand in hand with local promoters not 
you know, booking local acts. All that, all this goes hand in hand. Like we're too caught up in the rest of the world. You know what I mean? What you're saying is like a flip on what I've been saying for a while. Because think about it, right? I used this analogy before. You guys have heard this. You can tune it a hundred like, times. Yeah. Right. So like, I know what's coming yeah. now. Like I, I memorize it. Same story. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. That I'm is like, exactly <laughs> who he is. Yeah, I'm like that. I swear, I'm like that. <laughs> So imagine, right? So your food, huh? Food. <laughs> wait, wait, check this out. So now oh, you're gonna import all your food. It costs a lot of money, huh? But you have the ability to grow your food in the home. In your own farm. Huh? I can grow it locally, and you consume that food. Don't you save money? It's more sustainable as well, right? Yeah. Right. In music, same thing. Why are we importing foreign culture, whereas we can c- cultivate our own culture and just consume it? Yeah. Finish, right? It's the same thing, but it's like a twist. You know what? And here's here's that's exactly that's exactly what it is. And here's what I find interesting, right? I mean, since we started doing this, when when we sit with people like you and and Big Hoss, this conversation keeps coming up. And to be completely honest, I think the the best part about it is the fact that we are sitting with people like you and Big Hoss because that it's it's this this warrior mentality of I'm gonna keep knocking doors. He used a different analogy, like it's a steel door. And Pretty he's much. like, I'm going to keep banging until somebody on the other end eventually hears my voice opens and opens it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's kind of pretty much the idea of regardless of what it is, you just got to keep fighting that system until somebody eventually goes like, all right, fine. What do you want to do? I mean, for him to get on Mix FM, mm. he was telling us he's been sitting there six, six months, months He'd go every sit. single day, mm. sitting there waiting until somebody would just listen to him. Just to take a meeting with somebody. Mm. Right? In Saudi. In, in Saudi. In Saudi. Oh, for wow. him to launch yeah. hip-hop, hip-hop music. music. Like that, and yeah. local hip-hop, to launch yeah. hip-hop. Yeah. Right? So that that's the kind of co- commitment and grind. Like, I mean, after talking to Big House yesterday, as well, it's just the other day, it's like something something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is why, like, we got excited. As soon as, you know, we went offline, I'm like, yo, listen. Let's sit and talk about this. Let's figure out a way to, to like, create that again and make it happen. Yeah. And I'm telling you the same thing. Like, I'm all about let's get it done yeah, I think these exactly. guys are tired of me like I'm always like okay what do we gotta do let's make it happen what are the steps yeah. we need to take like we even sit and discuss like legal actions of how do we need to bring in a lawyer who do I need to talk to so mm. I can make this pro- like right. to kick start this project somehow some way mm. this needs to happen and it's gonna happen and it has to happen it's just it's just having that drive and having that passion as you're saying to keep banging your head till somebody actually listens well yeah, so far exactly. what, have, what have the radio guys told you in terms of like what's their problem no, no, nobody's, nobody's discussing problems. Okay. Nobody's discussing problems. For me, after leaving Radio 1, um, it kind of made me be like, okay, I'm going to be picky with who I choose to take that platform to. You know what I mean? Okay. Because, um, unfortunately, radio, being at Radio 1, there was, no, there was no support from their end. They just, oh, you're going to do radio sh- Just do Here's it. your studio. Yeah, yeah there, was no, there was no support. There was no marketing behind it. There was no ability for growth. There was, you know what I mean? Uh, there was always obstacles, mm. you know, as opposed to solutions. Mm. Not that there were problems, but like, there was no, there was no ability for growth. Like, you know when somebody's just not helping you? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you need them to help you in order to move because it's not your thing, you know what I mean? Mm. You yeah. can only do as much as they let you do sometimes, mm. right? So with that, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I need to be picky with whoever I go to next mm. because it needs to be a station that believes in local music and actually wants to play and support that scene and support, you know, the, the fact that 
that show is even on 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 their channel and be proud of it you know what I mean? They need to be as proud of it and as supportive and passionate about it as I am. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, it was about strategically choosing a, a station that wanted to do that and was ready for that. So, um, so I'm I'm still in search of that. I'm still in search of that station. Obviously, we're limited here in in, in the UAE. Um, but I, I have found one, and I'm I'm talking to one at the moment. Um, it's positive. Okay. You know what I mean? No one said no yet. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, sure. No one said yeah. no yet. Um, but it's it's it it needs to come back, man. It needs of to come course. back. I almost it's my responsibility. I feel like it's my responsibility. I started something, I have to finish it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to finish it. That is not a show that can just disappear and drop off like the way that it has. It just can't. It was way too important. It's important. Yeah. Exactly. I mean it's just value. People don't see the value till f***ing later, man. It's so stupid. I, and, and that's another thing. Like, I didn't realize how important the homegrown segment was to artists until, until, until they were that, hitting me up. Yeah. Like, well, where the f*** do we go now? You can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I almost felt like the show was giving people motivation to make music. You know what I mean? And cons on a consistent basis, yeah. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Cause I'll be like hitting up artists like, yo, you ain't dropped a track in in three, four, five mm. months, bro. Why am I still playing the, that, that same track? I dropped the track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, yo, where's the music? You know what I mean? So, um, so it kind of gave that encouragement and the the reasoning and the drive to even make artists make music. Or shouldn't say make, True. but encourage them to make music. Because I feel like here there's not enough things to that encourage in, to encourage you and give you reason to be consistent with what you do. Yeah, like yeah. as as an art. Yeah, as an art form. Mm. Because obviously there's there's society pressures of oh this is just a hobby, or this how are you gonna make money from it? How are you gonna make yeah. a living from well, this? Well, because the artist needs to like receive validation constantly. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise they will not do it. You know yeah. what I mean? So you gotta keep validating them, and you'll get art back. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Precisely. So, um, so yeah, man, that, that story is not over. Like to that. be continued. But like in terms of like, so you, you were dealing with Angami for for a while, or is it still going on? Oh yeah, yeah, we're still dealing with Angami. But, so that's an interesting dynamic, right? So you're from here, and then you're you're helping them source artists from here. Yeah. So um, Angami um, have recently opened up an office here in Dubai, no right? Um, so obviously they're originally based in, in Lebanon. Mm. They're a obviously they're a music streaming service, mm -hmm. right? And um, they, uh, I can't remember how, how I got in touch with them or how they got in touch with me, but um, basically they, they were asking me to source um, local music, help them source local music, mm. right? Um, to put on, on an army. Mm. And I was like, okay, but what does this really mean? And what does this really mean for the artists, mm. you know? Because um, they just wanted me to collect my little catalogue of, of music that I had from radio them, yeah. and, and give it to them. And I was like, mm, nah, <laughs> it's not the way, this, this is not the way it's going to go because, because then what does the artist get? Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and um, Rami are cool, love and, love and Rami, I love what they're doing. They're, they're very passionate about um, getting local music on, on, are they on, really, their, on their platform. Guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're legit about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really want to have um, and support the local music scene. So, um, me and um, Rami from Angrami um, kind of came up with a, uh, a formula to make sure that artists are actually able to get paid 
from being on an army, right? That's so, right, yeah. so um, obviously the way that that uh, music streaming works, you have to have a certain you know volume of streams before you can even see any kind of money from it. It's like yeah. cents, no? It's like it yeah, fills you're gonna yeah, get. yeah, yeah, exactly. So they came up with a formula um, with us and for us where um, they split their advertising profits and their um, subscription profits with the artists. No way. Yeah, based on... Um, this is why I was hitting you up, man. I told you, man. Give me your music. <laughs> I'm working. Anyway. I'm, I'm trying to produce, man. I'm in the f thing. Like, I'm, late. I'm, I mean, I'm out in court. the room. <laughs> C minor and sh Like, I'm f***ing... Like, I'm trying to do it. I'm making it. I'm making it. Yeah, I'm so I, I was like, you know... <laughs> local artists aren't making those kind of volumes to the point where... Um, they're gonna see any money from it realistically mm -hmm. I was like they're not hitting the hundreds of thousands quarter millions of streams to be able to see money so you're saying because of that reason you went and worked out a different situation where yes. people Yo. for local artists that yeah, was more geared that, towards the kind of streaming numbers that local artists because in America they're getting get. over right like uh, uh, they're not getting much money from the streams like Spotify, right? No, but what's the name? Uh, what's so. the name that 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 did it with Apple? That had that beef with Apple? That artist Taylor Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift? Swift. I mean, that was that took guts, man. That took guts no, to, no, she's got to make such she a stand. Here's really the thing: guts, it is, but for you to understand the value of your clout, for you to make such a claim, because initially Apple Beats formula was the first three months because it's a free trial period you would not make money from those listens mm. meaning if the let's say the three of you are already on apple music and you're listening and you're streaming music right mm. technically you're paid subscribers mm. i'm yeah. new to it mm. my count as a listen you would not make money from it yeah which is probably so, the most important time exactly to be making you know your and, money mm. the, the initial right? stage so she said no and she fought that to be able as an artist to to use your clout to fight a business like apple at such a stance and have them actually comply to it i mean that that takes balls to stand up and say no to something like that um and she Not knew really her no. work it's the people behind her. even if it's the people behind her even if it's his, her management and her lawyers mm. and her pr people and all those mm. right it's still because apple could turn around and be like oh. yeah you see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. even if it came from them, there was still it was still a gamble to make to take to make such a call, which is why Apple Beats is doing well, which is why yeah. Spotify is suffering and they're getting enough. sued. They're big enough to be able to pay that out yeah. and get rid of that issue. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which Surplus was a good step. Cash, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. They're right. billion dollars. Yeah. Spotify is suffering because of that. They're getting sued left, Mayor? right, and center. Please. Um, what's it called? You know who's suffering? Title. Title. <laughs> And Tidal's yeah, argument title. is horrible. Wait, it's because a bunch of multi-billionaire uh, <laughs> artists are not making money. So, like, there's so all this is it's interesting. So, Argami kind of, I think, they found a way to really, to really support people, and the funding actually split it with those who are putting in that effort. So, okay, so they got a new formula. Artists can yeah. um, get some tangible amount. From, if yeah. they promote yeah, it enough, yeah. they're gonna get a tangible amount of money. Yeah, so, so there's a direct cycle, cyclic exactly, sort of. Exactly, exactly. It's not one of those things where your music just be on an army and, and it's just gonna it, sit there yeah. and you don't promote yourself yeah. and promote like, the fact that your music's on an army. You, it, I told everybody when this whole thing was going down, this is not gonna make you rich. This is not. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. This yeah. is not something you can live off of. Don't get me wrong, but it puts it's money, it's even money. if it's ten dollars. 
I want to see you guys make money from music. You know and what I mean? It's better than any like other that, than that formula is better than what you'd get on other fucking conventional things. Right. Yeah. So I I basically we've done we've done the deal exclusively with Flex. So that formula lies between Flex and an army. Um because the only way that like say for example like the big artists that are signed to record labels mm. even if like the way that they make money is because the the music is being submitted to these streaming services under um, a record label that is submitting that has like, a relationship thousands and thousands of songs so basically they're submitting thousands of songs and all of the and from hundreds of artists right and they're all almost considered as one Mm-mm. Right, Mm-mm. so imagine all of those tracks c- accumulating, you know, so hundreds and thousands of of, mm. view, of, of um, streams, and then that all comes into play where okay, Sony or you know Universal artists have collated, you know, uh, you know, ten million streams collectively. So then the record label gets paid off of that collective number of streams and then distributes that back to the artist depending Based on, on, the on yeah, for royalties and all that kind of stuff. So, so that's that's gonna be the model that you're trying to use. No 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 no. Like I I they asked me if I wanted to do that mm. but I didn't want to take that responsibility. Like I have no right to like go to artists and be like, you know, sign up under me and I'm gonna you know what I mean? I was like I'm not that kind of person. You're not like, trying to get I'm into not, the label game. Yeah, because then that means well not right now, but that that would mean that I would be signing those artists, be taking a percentage of their yeah. of their of their streams and I was like, for one, I'm not ready for that. You know yeah, what I mean? like, so, like logistically. Yeah, like logistically, I'm not ready for that. Like, yeah. I'm not ready to pay out royalties to artists. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, who am I to, to really be trying to do that right now? Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so I was like, I'm, I need to just do this because this is what I want to do. Sure, right? So sure. I just do it, basically. Um, and maybe that's something that. And, and first of all, I want to see if this formula works and how well it works. It's interesting. You know what I mean? Um, and I want to be able to get feedback from artists and see what the numbers are and see who's really promoting the fact that they're on an army and who's not and what what is the what is the comparison in those numbers you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. um, and then once that cycle is over I want to be able to if it's not working I want to be able to review that within army and be like okay we, we tried this it doesn't let's work try let's come way. up with something else that's going to work for local artists mm. you know what I mean um, but yeah um, I, I love Nrami. They're they're um, really cool guys. They're very receptive to to um, to what the Flex is trying to do for the local scene, and they're they're ready to support that um, and uh, and rock with it basically. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was really appreciative for the fact that they were even willing to even come up with a formula. You know what I mean? Most for paying out. Most people wouldn't. Yeah, be. yeah, exactly. So I was like, man, it's not fair. Like local artists here are not going to be making. Half a million no. the other streams. Thing, the other where they're going to get their money from? The other thing I think about it's good that if you deal with angami, like from one starts, is that it's like this whole again importing of food type of argument. Because let's deal with our own local businesses as well. I mean, region. I consider regional local because we're one region. You know, you can't just yeah. isolate one yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. cool. If Lebanon's got like a company that's doing this, let's mess with them as opposed to other people. Let's reach to the neighbor first. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a good good approach. That way we all come up together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can represent ourselves as one thing, man. Yeah. We start going into these other places and trying to like do their music and be like them. They'll reject you. Why should I fuck with you? I got like fifty thousand yeah, local precisely. guys. You know what I mean? 
so we do it go, better than you. Yeah, we got to do our own thing, make our own style, make our own culture around it, and then then we then by that by by the time it's like solidified, people start coming like trying to arrange deals with you and all this type of shit. Yeah, exactly. But this is stuff we learn like from the, the hardware, man. I, I remember when we first started making music, none of this stuff we knew. Mm. And it's like in like in this UAE especially, everything you do is like you're pioneering. Everything you do, yeah. although it's not an original idea, yeah. but like because yeah. the infrastructure is not set up, set up, you know. So we're going and we're making all these mistakes. Yeah. Like I talked to, like we talked to. That's like, how Luke. you learn, though, man. Yeah, we talked to like Recipe and Luki and stuff. Right now, they're on a different tip, like than before. Just like us, they think they know what's wrong. Yeah. And they're thinking these like plans and strategies around these like loop, like these flaws and stuff. So this knowledge then get, needs to get transferred to the guys who are coming up. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like, let's hope they don't come in and like can act entitled and shit, you know, because that can happen as well, right? But we gotta, we ha we have now also responsibility to educate as well. Yeah. yeah. This is this is right. starting to happen, you know. What I mean? And and so um, to segue a little bit for my personal entertainment, I told you I wanted to bring this up, yo. Um, so I met you as DC. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're we're back to the original, Sadis. What happened there? I always love that. <laughs> so yeah, th this came about because the other day, OT, we met up with, I met up with OT, right? And he was like, yo, DC, da 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 da. I was like, nah, man. I'm, I'm CDs now. We met, we met up for no, lunch. No, 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 we no. met up for lunch. <laughs> I was joking the with him, day. but yeah, I think it was last year. I All my social media used to be DC, right? Yeah. Um, basically, DC is my nickname that my family has been yeah. calling me for years, you know, growing up. DC, DC, whatever. My rap name used to be DCJ. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name Getting Janine. somewhere with that. I love yeah, it. Yeah, used to be DCJ. So everything was at DC. Um, but um, the reason why I changed it was because I, me personally, I have my own personal goals for my own career, mm -hmm. right? So um, since I've been here, I've put all of my energy and all of my investment behind um the flex and all that kind of stuff right and i haven't really focused on me and, and some of the things that i want to do and um entertainment wise right um and i was kind of it, it kind of really stemmed from the fact that people couldn't get dc right in terms so, of the spelling like not like people were calling me dicey and that kind of got my back up. And I, I'm the kind of person where I can't correct anybody. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> like yeah, I feel okay. a way of like, sure. like yeah. mm, nah, it's not dicey. It's actually DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was it was a two way thing of people not getting it right and me wanting to just um, brand myself with a bit of consistency. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because before Sadis was kind of like the girl behind the scene who created the flex and da 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 you'd only really see that name in like you know newspaper or magazine interviews um whereas dc was the one that did radio and that's the name that i kind of um that's that's the, that's how i introduced myself on radio was dc right mm -hmm. um but i was like nah man i'm i'm i, I want to be more consistent with myself you know what i mean um do people even know that this is the same person mm -hmm. you know yeah. Um, and that kind of just stemmed back to me not kind of paying attention to my own my own branding and yeah you got to brand yourself yeah man. branding myself um, in in what I do and kind of just um, like I said being consistent so one day I just went on social media and changed, changed it everything. to Sadis that's a mission because I was like yo my name is already different enough why am I trying to come up with a <laughs> different, <laughs> with a different yeah, name yeah. for something that's already different yeah. um, 
Yeah, that's, that's Does it mean it. anything, by the way? Sadis? Mm. No, my brother made it up. <laughs> nice. What? So, yeah. Older my brother? older brother, yeah, he was four. <laughs> um, my, Call us Sadis, My parents were driving. He's sitting in the, in the car seat, in the back seat, and my parents are kind of going back and forth. This is the story I was told, anyway. My parents are going back and forth um, as to what to name me. My dad's a huge Sade fan. Oh, no way. Um, yeah, he kind of had a crush on Sade. Of course. So, um, <laughs> So him and my mum were sitting in the car going back and forth. My dad wanted to name me Sade. Um, and name. my mum was like, you're not naming your, you're not naming my first daughter after your crush, <laughs> basically. Um, so my brother was in the back seat and he was like, you know, what about Sardis? Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, Sardis turned into Sardis. Um, and that's pretty much how my name was born. So yeah my brother's to blame for that okay. um but yeah growing up my dad's always said well you know you want to be an artist well you've got you've got the name for it yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> so i was like well, you know what i'm just gonna just just gonna be me man Yo, but, okay. none, of the, none of the nicknames none of the alter egos so usually what we do we kind of like drop a mix you a think? weekly mix it's got to be a sadis would you would you like it's got to be a dc or like a sadis mix put some music together for us um you can okay. mix them, you can okay. send for us your Or you choice. can send the tracks to him and he'll mix it up for you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. We'll call it a I could do that. mix or something. A oh, Sadis mix, Abu Dhabi mix? No, a Dicey. A Dicey mix. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
free this all to you, wind and soil and blood of earth, in the space where the two rivers clasp each other's hands, the mist will kiss your copper skin. Keep safe distance from the water though, don't run from your mother's loving gaze, a young man drowned here once, he was as beautiful as you. His aren't the only tears that gather here, they spill where dreams evaporate, let your deeds be your reflection. Remember our affection anew. I'll sing to you in our mother tongue to my last breath. I hope the melody reminds you of me. One day your children will look at you with squinting eyes and smile. You'll recognize your father's laugh among them.
sitting on the porch with big boys get discussing. Bob in the background, I'm talking to my cousin. Talk about school and ex girls, we've been ducking. And roll up a J and see me beyond something. Said I hardly do it. Yeah, I'm not a smoker. Said when I'm a boker. Living La Vida Yoda. Where the girls skip class at 10 and cop poker poker. Living it well, skipping the trail just to have time to sit on the sofa. I'm just sitting on the sofa, been a while trying to stay sober. Yeah, why you hit my phone to come over? If I make a move, man, I might need a chauffeur. I can't lie and tell you you're the only one. You can't lie and tell me you ain't getting nothing. You can't hide it. I said you can't hide it. I said I'm faded off you, now be moving through our issues. Yeah, need to let you go. To learn how to miss you, yeah. Cupid on my block, and he holding up a pistol. Got my heart on my sleeve, so the bullet bite hit me like, bam, shoot me down, bam, bam, shoot me down. Not a motherfucker move, not a motherfucker sound. When you go and get the phone call, you know I'm not around. When you see her choose a nightgown, not a buddy back in town. That's a suave thing. You got that six in the morning, wait. Don't let me miss a thing, yeah. I'm already on the way. Like it when you're over me I know you wanna turn the lights off But keep them on for me I know you wanna keep them tights on But take them on for me I'm just sitting on the sofa Been a while trying to stay sober Yeah, why you hit my phone and come over If I make a move, man, I might need a chauffeur I can't lie and tell you you're the only one You can't lie and tell me Got that six in the morning, wait. Don't let me miss a thing, yeah. I'm already on the way. On the way. Yeah. Uh, said I see both sides like a low fade. I'm really fresh with your whole say. Matter of fact, I don't care what the hoes say. Good money talking, I'm no say. And I'm moving in my roses. I'm never holding fortes. I never pop that rose, but I'm really in this party. With a couple good chains, bad bitches, and Bacardi. See your friends in the lobby, but you Switcher. The Zannies mix up and I'm peeping at your phone I see a text, you say you miss him, we don't care though Let the wine hit and let your pain go But I need to find it And I be dealing with a breakup only way I could cope as if you tell me that you love me And I tell you I don't know But I promise you gonna love me, baby Yeah, now that I'm gone, it don't really face it Yeah, I swear I'm feeling wavy now Please, girl, take me down I swear I heard the devil say Welcome to the lifestyle I'm just sitting on a sofa Been a while trying to stay so Yeah, why you in my phone to come home? If I make a move, man, I might need a Yeah, I be slaying dogs. Yeah, I don't ride as dogs. I be slaying dogs. Yeah, I be slaying dogs. Yeah, I don't ride as dogs.
in the middle where we at in the middle all the while we forget about listening the rehabilitative nature of silence because even god after creating the first and best masterpiece of all rested on the seventh day the holy day because it was the day in which he rested genesis 2 verses 1 through 2 and when <laughs> That's how you draw a blank now. Won't you draw a blank for all the Martin Luther King dreams that you've had but were forgotten when you woke up, rolled over and wiped that crusty yellow conviction out of your eyes that next morning. Let's draw a blank for the bullet that smashed King in the mouth of all places, for the sound of metal shattering teeth and throat, for that very next speech he was gonna give, I give anything to hear that next speech to smell his sweet honeysuckle scent of freedom one last time, cause these days freedom wears cheap water down that smells more like cliches and facades that promise us everything except for the truth. Let's draw a blank for all those lost ideas out there dangling. A black man running at night, just exercising, not running from anyone or anything except for those demons that are dangling outside of his ears like hoop earrings and can't quite get into him. The Iraqi prisoner on the wobbly box dangling with electrical wires tied to him, believing that if he falls, he'll be leaving this world shot to death. With no pawns to fit these ideas into We become frustrated, we forget them and they disappear But relax, the next best poem's got its legs crossed Indian style And is waiting patiently to be written And you will write it, you just have to be patient with it Research it, love it, court it Like with all the other things you hold valuable in life When you feel it, it'll come There's no such thing as writer's block What we all need is just a little break A hiatus, a vacation from words You're under a Rest, you're under a rest. Anything you say or do will be used in your next piece. And here's how to draw a blank. I be slaying though, I don't ride a star. I be slaying though, hey, 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 hey. I be slaying though, I don't ride a star. I be slaying though, hey. I'm talking way too freely. <laughs> 